Brush is an electric toothbrush that will change the way you think about brushing your teeth. With powerful sonic technology and ultra-gentle bristles, the Brush redefines what it means to have super clean teeth. It's like that feeling when you leave the dentist. A fresh, whole mouth clean every single day. Our listeners get 15% off their total purchase with the code POD15. Follow the link in the show notes and enter the code POD15 to get your exclusive discount and upgrade your oral care routine. Mufasa, wow. I get the sacrifice, but wow. you gotta you gotta put yourself Jesus. in a scenario to Dude, be there for the part of being a dad is being there for the Wait, long term. But doesn't even get to live unless he sacrifices himself. That's I think it'd be really harsh. You may fire when ready. podcast that gives you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. Welcome to Films in Black and White, everybody. All feeling. Um, it is a great day to pod. We are happy to be with y'all and hope that wherever you are at, uh, you're doing well and things for you. Day. Um, and so that's just kind of where we're at. Um, we are back with a news episode this week. So breaking down some things that are coming in and out of Hollywood as they develop. But in order to do this correctly, I need to invite my other co-hosts into this. And I'm going to kick it on down to a one Brian Roush. Brian Roush, how you feeling? I am feeling great to be here i am super pumped to be here uh it's it's just good it's good energy right here it's like the first full day of summer i just i'm bursting yeah, with energy i'm happy is. to be here it is yeah that's a great day i you know what that solstice snuck up on me it's like same day yesterday, yesterday i was like wait what why <laughs> same <laughs> it was just kind of nuts so I, absolutely brian you also discovered that you can get Baja Blast in the store. Oh, <laughs> I am very excited to hear about that. I can. I, I I was in the grocery store and I posted it to some social media and I just said it's it's bliss in a bottle because Baja Blast is special to me because you could only get it at Taco Bell. That's very also, true. Also, side note, it is it is not healthy for you. It is not, <laughs> not you know, something <laughs> you would drink if you are per se watching your your intake of oh, calories because yeah. it yeah, has 126 yeah. percent of your added sugars for like the oh, day my, but it I, tastes good brian oh, it's amazing lime mountain dew it's mm, incredible yeah. but now i'm thinking back to all the times i went to taco bell specifically for baja oh, blast and i yeah. got like the 32 ounce yep. with three tacos and it's like oh this probably is like only 900 calories no i probably ate like my entire day's worth oh, yeah. of calories well, at taco, taco bell taco bell is not the healthiest place ever <laughs> um so <laughs> like you know a baja blast, oh yeah you know you're a glutton for punishment going yeah there, like, yeah but every also, time. sometimes you're yes. drunk 
And the best way to quit, like to quick cure that hangover, <laughs> either in the morning after or <laughs> even the night after, if it's an oh, option man. for you. The Doritos is... Locos Taco. That's Oof, exactly it. That's Doritos that's tacos that's are amazing. That's Sponsor us, Taco Bell. Go ahead, Taco Bell. Um, yeah. I also, Brian, Pitch Black was always my beverage. Ooh, and I, oh, okay. The licorice course. one, right? I, I thought it was always grape. Some people oh, say that sounds better. That I sounds enjoyed right. The uh, the uh, pitch black Mountain Dew. Well, yes. they have a they have another Baja Blast group now, right? It's like <laughs> other flavors available. Oh, sure. Like Baja Blast, it's like an orange Baja Blast regular, and then there's like oh. another one that they all oh put out. Oh my gosh, I had no like, idea. Mountain yeah. Dew science, everybody. You you're go. you're right, Doug. By the way, it's perp. It's black grape. If it's black, I support it. That's right. There you go. There you well, go. And ladies and gentlemen, you have heard him join us on the pat on the pod, <laughs> and I'm going to kick it on to our other co-host, a one Marcus J. Destin. Marcus, how you feeling? What up? We in the building. It's a news week. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, <laughs> it is. It's a, it's a great way to spend a Monday. You know what it's I mean? Very like, true. Um, I didn't mean to break the movie magic we got going on, but I nice. get excited every Monday coming up here and recording with you all. Um, I'm ready to fucking punt. That's fantastic. <laughs> we are also ready. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Well, yes. Happy Father's Day or happy oh, belated Father's Day to you. I know I texted you both, but happy, you know, Father's Day to you both, you know, to two great fathers. Oh, um, you. you know, Shots. me personally just watching and stuff like that from afar. Um, my granddad, I called my granddad to him. Happy Father's Day. He was like, I'll be telling you that soon. I said, hell no. Um, but um, <laughs> anyway, to you two, happy Father's Day. Well, thanks, thanks. <laughs> Thank you, Marcus. Marcus. Thank you. We appreciate it. Yeah. Um, also, I don't know how I would take that information at your age. Like, what am I, I supposed to you soon? Granddad, my wife. And it, you go your whole life, and your parents are telling you, you need to like wrap it up, play it safe, don't do yes. this, blah, blah, yep. blah. Grandparents, blah, blah, don't have babies before, blah, 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 blah. Then you get to a certain point where they're like, where are my grandbabies? And I'm like, whoa, pushy. Yeah, like, you, you want me to just get the random person? Right turn. It's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> oh you are absolutely God. correct. Yes. Um, well, gentlemen, this has been great, but we also have a game of catch. Douglas, how are you? Yes. Okay. All right. I'm doing okay. I was just about to get us into catch that quotable, and nah, it's how am I? Nah, no, we need to know how you're doing, Doug. I'm doing well. Um, I had a great Father's Day yesterday. I also officiated a wedding on Saturday. Oh, um, you really? Oh, cool. I absolutely did. Wow. Um, so well, congratulations great. to Bailey and Justin Pollitt. Uh, was <laughs> Wonderful, Bailey and oh. Justin. Congratulations! So I was I, able to officiate their wedding, um, and it was a lot of fun. It was good. Um, I, I wrote it all out, and it was like five minutes, and then we moved on to the. Is celebration. that where you was texting me from? Yes, I was texting Marcus from the wedding because really quick, and I don't want to lose listeners, but I got I got some things to say. First off, okay, um, the Cupid Shuffle, and what was the other one? Wobble. Oh, the wobble. Any song that's going to give me instructions, I don't need them. Like, what, just let what? me get up there and get what? after it myself. No. What? Yeah. No. I don't need I, instructions. Look, to sir. the left, to the left, to the left. No. What if I want to go there, right? What if is, I want to jump up and down? It's safe. What and everybody does the same gyrate thing. my hips. I, yeah, I don't. Look, there's no gyrate right, just, your hips. He's just moment. trying to be a rebel. <laughs> 
to music that is just you know giving everybody the proper guidelines wow you're just i feel like you're being a bit of a contrarian because i feel like there's people that really enjoy being like i don't know how to dance i'm never gonna get on the dance floor and they're like okay what if there's a song that just literally tells you step by step what to do they're gonna get on the dance floor everybody feels good united like but i I mean you know if you doug really want to shake your tail feather i don't want to get in your way that's the thing is that here's the thing i also don't know how to dance i'm not very coordinated <laughs> and the majority of my dance moves are done in jest because i think they're funny and people think i'm serious and that's and i'm not so brian Incredible. you are probably right i am being a little bit of a contrarian but <laughs> i also get that cupid shuffle out of here hey, that's that's all right but i understand also, it also look it depends on the dj too because if the dj is doing like four back to back no 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 we don't we can't yeah. no 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 we're not programming the went, dance here i think it went cupid shuffle and the wobble were back to back so i think he was giving instruction dances throughout the whole, you know it is. the old thing um uh, and brian's doing it now i, uh, I started doing the wobble the oh the wobble um but yeah so that's uh that's where we're at but gentlemen, the more important thing that we have to get through yeah. instead of me <laughs> taking music, taking instructional music down a peg, is to get play a there. lovely game. Get in there. Yeah, it's yeah. to play a lovely game of catch that quotable. Is that um, what we're doing? Okay. We, <laughs> I thought we were dancing. We, yeah, Marcus uh, and I were jamming. Where we get after our uh, movie trivia quote, our, our quotes from movies and things like that. Um, in case anybody needs an update. Yeah. Uh, this is where we're at with the hey, scoreboard. So that. we, I am in last with seven because last week it didn't change. Uh, Marcus is uh, just ahead of me by one with eight. And Brian is currently sitting in the lead. Double digit Roush sitting in the lead with double 10. That's Hello. right. That's and me. so um, Brian, because you are in the lead, we are going to defer to you to select someone to go first or to go first yourself, sir. You know what? I'm going to bet on myself. I'm going right. to start us off oh, okay. here. And double okay. down on it. I uh, like that. Double down uh, for yes. double digit Roush. That's I, I came that. prepared, folks. I, oh, I didn't have yeah. to search for a quote during our intros. Nope. Like, we're Ladies ready. Ladies and gentlemen, a cold-blooded killer has ended up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. It's short and sweet. Pain heals. Chicks dig scars. Glory lasts forever. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I know. I know. One more time. Pain heals. Chicks dig scars. Glory lasts forever. Now, Brian, I need you to sing the Jeopardy theme song or hum it so we can keep a good time. Here's the Jeopardy theme song okay. now. No, I'm kidding. Do, 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 yeah, I, don't, I don't know what this is from. Um, I feel like I want to say something like like the what was the movie with Mark Wahlberg where he was a boxer? Mm-hmm. Uh, that wasn't mm-hmm. Southpaw, was it? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. It wasn't Southpaw. But like a movie like Southpaw or The Boxer or The Wrestler, like one of those like fighting movies. Um, but that I also see it being like serious. pain and gain too. Like something, something goofy. Sillier. Yeah, that's um, what I'm thinking. Something sillier. Something like go fast, die young. Like that kind of yeah. energy. Um, you know what comes to mind? The movie with, um, oh God, Andy Samberg. Hot rod? Uh, hot rod, but I know that for a fact he does not say that in that movie. Yeah, that's I that so, might be a bridge too far for that quote. But gentlemen, would you like a hint? Yes, we would please. love a hint, yes, Brian. The hint is the Washington Sentinels. Okay, so it's a football team. 
No, Washington Sentinels. Oh, I know this. Brian, is this the replacements? Yeah, it is. Oh, <laughs> you nailed it. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Great. Wow. Good job. Good. Oh, yeah. good this, movie, this is, Brian. Yeah, this is from the replacement starring yeah. uh, Keanu Reeves. Good. And this is who says the line, Shane Falco, played That's by right. Keanu Reeves. Shane Falco. Now, I want, now that movie, I'm you surprised are... they haven't tried to remake yet. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a classic movie. There's yeah. also a string of football movies because it was like oh my gosh. Um, any yeah. given Titans, Sunday, yep. any given Sunday, yeah. and the replacements all kind of came out right around each other. So there was um, another one too, and you're yeah, right. you're absolutely right. Yeah, um, good quote, good quote, that was Brian. Great. That was great. Um, Brian, you. who would you like to go next? D- Doug, why don't you take us away here? Okay, all right, y'all ready? Yeah, right, I'm ready for this. Okay. May you get to heaven an hour before the devil knows you're dead. One more oh, time. Heavy. May you get to heaven an hour before the devil knows you're dead. Okay. First thing that came to mind was Constantine, but now I am in a Keanu Reeves I mindset. Know. Same. Yep. I don't know. It also kind of feels westerny a little bit, but I don't. I don't think Doug would go western. Like I don't. Oh uh, like yeah, does Doug watch westerns? That's a good... I love west. I love a good western. I don't know. Like I don't know. It feels like Clint Eastwoody, but it's also a little too wordy for him. So, so I don't think it's that. <laughs> that was I, one line. I literally only have because the other movie that came to mind was Devil's Advocate, and <laughs> now, oh. now I literally only have. Keanu Reeves will be stuck in my head now. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta pigeonhole yourself at this point in time. When Keanu Reeves or Nicolas Cage enter the chat in this yeah. podcast, it derails us. Yeah. Like, it, I don't know up. what it is. It's yeah, these show up actors, trouble. Yeah. Doug, yeah. what's the hint? Yeah. The hint is the mob. I'm gonna say the Godfather. Okay. Um, does in- I have. Okay. That's incorrect. <laughs> okay. Well, no. But it's I a know. good it's a good guess. Incorrect, okay. but a good guess. All right. All right. All right. I'll take that. It, okay. Is this the Irishman? Brian, this is not the Irishman. <sighs> Another good guess. Gentlemen, this is the 2002 movie Road to Perdition. Starring oh. Tom Hanks. I've and, never seen it. Uh Paul Newman and oh, Daniel no. Craig. Um, the basically the the gist Ooh. of this is that um the tom hanks plays a mob enforcer his son witnesses a murder and so yep. the two of them have to run away from the mob oh. it, it's yeah, on, i'm pretty sure it's on netflix right now I think I'm right. That one. and right. it is it's incredible it's based it's on a graphic good. novel if that helps people it, it was also, also filmed in chicago yeah. so it it's also won so an good. oscar um for really? a best cinematography i mean i get it i like yeah, i remember the visuals good. It's a great movie. Yeah, it's really good. So yeah, definitely <sighs> worth watching. Maybe something to watch this weekend. Do it. Oh yeah. Oh, do it. Yeah. All right, Marcus. Take us home. Let's do All it. Right. Finale. I am um... okay. I didn't know if we want to go serious or funny. So y'all tell me serious line or funny line. Oh not boy. You dealer's choice, man. I uh, I could go either no. way. Brian, serious or funny? Uh, uh, let's go, let's go funny. Okay, I'm take Perfect. my chances. All right. <clears throat> Where are we? corner of bumfuck and you got a purdy mouth oh my god once again <laughs> where are we corner of bumfuck and you got a purdy mouth oh my god <laughs> okay um having buyer's remorse right now <laughs> you asked for it and that's i delivered true. that's very true um 
I don't. I mean, this is, I think this is a movie where they end up in the South. So, because it's, it's clearly tried to be like a nod to deliverance. So there's that. Um, so I'm trying to like run through the lot, like m- movies in my mind where they make it there. Um, I, I, like Joe dirt, but not Joe dirt. Yeah. Joe dirt was PG 13 and they only right. get like one F word. You, you, when did, it's you get the one, you get the yeah. one. So, and they're not going to waste it on that line. No. So yeah, no, I don't know. All right, Marcus, what's our hint? Your hint is going to be paddle. I is I'm a buzz in. Is this without a paddle? It is without. A <laughs> I, I, sh- I, I shouldn't have gave that hint. I, I, I regretted it as soon as it slipped from my damn mouth. I mean, I was like, God I damn it. Seth Green, right? I mean, Seth yeah. Green's in this. Yeah. 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 Shaggy. Yeah. Um, they're looking for yeah. DB Cooper's money. I mean, that's I can. Right. Yeah, yeah really that's good right. Movie. Pick and they do end up in a pretty dicey part of that. They do. They also there, run so. into some some women in a treehouse. They're living in the 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 the, jun- the, not yep. the jungle, the forest, and mm-hmm. find DVD money, all that good stuff. Yes, it's go good. watch that movie. Good yeah, absolutely. Movie. Yeah, absolutely. Good quote, Marcus. Good. Quote. I regretted the hint as soon as it came <laughs> out of my mouth. I said that. God damn it, that's too easy. <laughs> well, and I think you mentioned it last week too. I think that was your guess for something last it was week. Mine. And I was like, it was I, I think it was yours. Yeah, I think it was my guess for yours, Brian. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why I was like when you said paddle, I was like, did you did you just did you just take my quote from last week? Is that what happened here? But I don't not. remember an F bomb in that movie though at all. And I've watched it definitely more than three times. So, be, I'm pretty sure that one was was that rated R or was that PG thirteen? Man, I, I feel like rated. it was PG thirteen because I feel it was like, yeah, right. So that might have been the, the only So that might have been the one yeah, I mean, the if one, you're yeah. gonna do it, yeah. I mean that's I mean, the time to do it. So, well, gentlemen, I have inched myself one step closer, but Brian has also uh, extended his lead. So um, that's where we have. I mean, we're almost at the halfway point here. We really are. Yeah, we are. We are. It's a it would be a good chance uh, to see, you know, maybe Black History Year could come back and and Marcus can go on a streak. No, why are you doing that now? Or maybe uh, the fourth. It's That's happening. right. You know, we it's happening. Juneteenth. It will That's happen. Right. That's right. Yeah, um, yeah this is PG thirteen. Sorry, I just wanted to. I just wanted to sync okay. this. It was no, PG thirteen. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, gentlemen, that was a great round of catch that quotable. But we do have some news to get into, um, and I am going to kick it on over to Marcus J. Destin to okay. give us his first piece of news. Marcus, right. do it, gentlemen. I am foregoing news, and I have a presentation oh. and a question to pose. Fantastic. To you all. I okay. Hey, I got so this. From Marcus, Col- take us away. I can't wait. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I got this. You know, it was Father's Day, and I want to speak to two fathers. You know, we don't have a lot of time, so I want to get right to it. Okay. Um, I want two fathers' opinions <laughs> okay. on other fathers. Okay. Uh, okay. Now's well, the time to be completely judgmental here. So, okay, we're sure. going to start with number right one. House. Oh. Who? Is the best dad now? If you're missing out on this, Oof. I got this from Culture Crave, okay. um, and, and you can't see oh, this man. audio I probably because your ears don't have eyes unless you're from something. What is the movie where somebody ears had eyes? But oh, um, who is the best dad? There's a photo, and I'm gonna read it across and give you all gentlemen some time to think. We have oh, Marlon, then ooh, then Jaren, then then the Mandalorian, yeah, yeah Mandalorian. <laughs> thank you, Ned Stark, Tony Stark, Uncle Phil, mm. Don Vito Corleone. Rick Grimes, Han Solo, Mufasa, 
Brian Mills from Taken, um, <laughs> Iroh from Avatar, <sighs> Mac McGuff, Danny Tanner, Coach Taylor, and Phil Dunphy. Who, gentlemen, is the best dad? I wish I could see your faces with this thing, but that's not how it works here. Um, you know, here is what I'm going to say, Marcus. Uh, <laughs> you can see me peek out. Yes. Doug, Doug is now like in the right side of his screen. Uh, from yes, 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 yes. What I'm going to... I can't do that the whole time. Um, <laughs> for me, for me, it's kind of a tie. What? Yeah. And here's what I'm going to say right now. So I might have to just eliminate it down because right off the jump, if you're going like the gun to your head, answer this question. Um, it's a tie between Uncle Phil and yeah. Mac McGuff. Okay. All and right. I can tell you why. One, Uncle Phil took in like a kid that technically yeah. was not his own mm-hmm. yeah, and loved him and treated him even through yeah. all of his shenanigans, mm-hmm. like as if he was one of his own, he was so supportive. Um, I, I still tear up at that Will yep. Smith line when his dad runs out again. Why like he that, don't want me, man. Why he don't want me, man. That, that still like gets my heartstrings like really tight. So, and, and for him to be there throughout that, it's just so important. Mac McGuff, I think again. What, and what is he from again? He's from Juno. Okay, uh, got it. So, He's Juno's dad. Okay, okay yep. got it. Yep. So there's a part of me that's like, again, she gets herself into this situation, and he's still supportive, and he's still there, and he's still offering, like, you know, like dads can respond to anything in that, and so that's kind of where I'm at on that end. Um, Danny Tanner, I think, has some some skeletons in his basement and i think phil doesn't have those serious moments enough to really you know be there because this is a blend right like it's both well, um, sure. and then i also cut out all dads who died like i just wow. eliminated Damn. like right off the jump That's so brutal dude so ned stark has his head cut off he's out Mufasa, wow. I get the sacrifice, but wow. you gotta you gotta put yourself Jesus. in a scenario to Dude, be there for the part of being a dad is being there for the Wait, long term. But doesn't even get to live unless he sacrifices himself. That's I think it's being really harsh. That's, that's choices to make. Um, <laughs> wow, Mufasa, don't die. Sorry, if we made a tier list, sorry, you're B tier. Obviously, Doug is not serious about <laughs> no, this. This no, is all that's, just that's in the premise. Oh, of oh this I know, thing. I know. Yeah, yeah. I just like giving him. No, Brian, this is for the audience. So yeah, Brian, Brian Mills from Taken okay, is a little too aggressive for my blood. <laughs> a little intense. Just a little bit. He's that that borders on like I love my child and I'm obsessed with my child. Like that's that's just a teeter. Can I also say as a father, I am not a father, but as a father, I don't think I would be as dedicated as Brian Mills <laughs> to hear only one line on the phone and be like, I'm gonna find you off of that. No, th- yeah. I, I, I don't have the dedication. Just take my child. Well, and here's the other thing that I'll say about that is that, like, again, it's kind of in line with that being their comment, except for maybe a little bit more serious. You literally raged across Europe and took lives. So you're going to, like, bring your daughter back just so you can go to prison? Like, I don't understand that. Okay, Doug, well, now I got to put you, I got to, okay, well, I need you to think on it. Brian, I would like for you to then evaluate the board. 
So I, I think there's a lot going on here. I think we need to lock in Uncle Phil here. I think oh, yeah. everything that Doug said, I ditto. I also feel like we need to talk about how Uncle Phil had a lot of shenanigans in his house, like <laughs> a lot of shenanigans in that house. And he was still like, sure, sure you can still live here. Like he could have kicked it. Like he could have kicked like the Fresh Prince out at any point in time, but he kept him there, sure. kept him there. Loved him, loved him through it all. And I, I like the chosen family thing. I'm a big fan of that. Um, but like as a dad, like if I'm coming down, it's like, oh no, looks like my brother's in another hijinks again. It's like, can you cut it out? Like, we got dinner. Like, go pick up the groceries. What's wrong with you? Like, stop dancing. Like, go get the groceries. Uncle Phil had patience the whole time. So that's a true, that is a true like legend that's tier true. dad. That's true. Um, I'm also just going to give a shout out to uh, Iroh here from uh, from Avatar. because That's fresh for you, Brian. You know, look, that's true. That's dad true. come in all shapes and sizes, even if they're not your your biological dad and Uncle Iroh. He taught a whole bunch of kiddos, like a whole lot of stuff. And he wasn't like super intense about it. At points, I would say he is a hands off parent um, is probably the best way I could say. <laughs> but then also parent. taught some people how to handle lightning. Yes, I, that's a lot. That's true. You know, so yeah. I feel like is there some hands off parenting here? Yes, but I, I feel like that's good for us. It's, it's good to let kids go do stuff, even if it's, you know, starting fires or wars with the Earth Nation. Um, and uh, but yeah, he also teaches you how to how to do lightning. So that those are the two that I that are like, those are the two I would focus on. Okay. That's fair. Gentlemen. Make a decision. I need one oh. father who is the best because I oh. have another category to get to. Oh, gee. Okay. I, Uncle Phil. I'm locked yeah, in. I'm going to have to go with Uncle, Uncle Phil on that one, okay. too. Yeah. Uncle right. Phil's locked in 100%. And Brian, right. I have not watched any of the like last airbender stuff, so oh. I cannot speak to Iroh at all. But based on your response, something I'm probably going to have to check out. I just started watching Avatar this year based on like frequent recommendations, and I sure. can't recommend it enough even okay. though it is a children's show um and i think and this is my hot take right now without finishing the legend of Korra, but i think it connects with children like better than star wars and star wars was like made for kids Ooh, and i feel like avatar just has some amazing messages in there that sure. they're adult themes but it's a kids show and just because they're adult themes doesn't mean that kids can't handle them and that's yeah. what i really love about it so if that's that a, helps that's you that's a good take brian like watch good it take. that that's what i would say also Thank a you. bold take for you sir like a I, very I love bold star wars. take for you i love star wars and i love the themes but avatar is like i see what you're doing so here's what we would do and you're kind of mm -hmm. like oh wow okay this is fresh <laughs> so okay. there you all go right. all right last one everybody ready it. Yeah. Toes. Um, <laughs> now, okay. tell me, for those of you that cannot see, oh. this title card says, who is the worst dad? <laughs> and from left to right, we have Red Foreman, uh, Omni-Man, uh, Walter White, Tony Soprano, Darth Vader, which I have a take on that, but that's fine. Oh, Reese boy. Bobby. Palpatine, which is a weird take on that one, yeah, too. Yeah, Homer Simpson, mm -hmm. Peter Griffin, Dr. Evil, Thanos, oh, Frank Gallagher, George Bluth Sr., Oof. Jack Torrance, or Thank Twin God. Lannister. Oh. Gentlemen, 
Who is the worst dad on this past oh, Father's wow. Day? Wow, there are some top contenders here. Yeah, Brian, yeah. I went first with best, so you should go first. Uh, that's worst. fair. That is well, fair. Well, okay. I mean, so I'm biased. So the two I'm between right now, of course, Darth Vader, awful father figure. Where yeah, to even great. start? Uh, no. Has kids. Like... And then he finds out he has kids and he's like, hey, you should be evil like me. And like the kid looks at him and he's like, I would literally rather fall to my death than even like connect with you. And that's when you know you've messed up as a father. Oh, that's just that's the teenage years, Brian. That's just the I teenage mean, years. Uh, I mean, I, Luke Skywalker's like in his 20s, but it's fine. It's, you know, he's a young, he's a young kiddo. Um, and so it's between that and Frank Gallagher. Mm-hmm. Okay. for me from uh from shameless that's that's where i'm at i gotta meditate on it for a minute though so doug where are you at man um i'm caught between two different ones brian okay um i am caught between jack torrance and mm. i'm caught between jack torrance and omni man to be honest with you. <laughs> okay um jack torrance because Look, dude, just get it on like lock from, from the shining. Like, yeah, have, yeah, from the shining. Like you got a kid, and you're gonna you're gonna act a fool like that. Like that's oh yeah, man. yeah. You don't yeah. you don't get to do you. Come on, I mean, just get it. Just do something like lock yeah, here's, here's my monkey wrench. I'm gonna throw in there. Oh, what about redemption? Darth Vader gets his at me in, <sighs> and when the story's all said and done, there's redemption. Omni Man, if you read ahead in that comic, now I don't want to spoil it for anybody, so I'm not. Yeah, gonna I, say. I know nothing about. Okay, but I'm not yeah. going to say. But there is a storyline of some type of redemption in Omni Man's um, thing. That's... Thanos has a hot take where he did things literally for <laughs> what he felt was the right thing to do, and all Norm- of us don't know Norm- what it means Norm- to be a father. Normally, he's my guy. Normally, yeah, yeah he's my normally, guy. yes, yes. And- so. I'm just gonna put that out there. Don't so I don't I don't mean to sway any opinions. Um, I mean, but I just want, oh, Walter White also, you know, feel oh. like he shouldn't be in this category. But no, I, you know, I no, yeah, Walter I, White is misplaced in this category. I know yeah. you didn't make this, Marcus. Like no, yeah. it, oh, yeah, that's yeah. that doesn't that doesn't fit for me. I don't know. Yeah. What about you, Doug? Um, Walter White doesn't fit at all. Um, yeah, and I'm and there are some of these that I'm like just not really super familiar with. So like Frank Gallagher and Tony Soprano. Not familiar with them, so oh, can't okay. really speak to their quality as dads. Um, I'm basing my decision off of Omni Man based okay. on what I've seen to this from point. Invincible okay. Amazon. Yes, from Invincible. That's fair. That's fair. I I am basing it off of what I've seen to this point because to this point, yikes, man! Like you, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> dog shit out of that, you. I you mean, literally. Yeah. That's that's like saying like you don't get it. <laughs> I'm gonna beat you to death until <laughs> you get it. And it's like Mark. Yeah, that's yeah that one. By the way, those moments on TikTok where it's like dads turning and it's replaced <laughs> with his face, I lose my shit every time. Yeah, I, that, I love that trend. I'm trying to figure out how to use it. Um, it. Me too. So that's where I'm at. That's why I'm kind of between those two. So Brian, I final decision time. I, consensus. No, we're. I. I mean. Honestly, Doug, you've swayed me. I'm going with Jack Torrance from The okay. Shining because where Darth Vader's like, "Hey, join me," and you messed up so bad as a as a father, you literally jumped to your death. 
at least he gave Luke an option. At least yeah, he was like, you know true. what? I'm going to be polite about this. I know mm -hmm. I'm not a good dad, but do you want to come? Jack Torrance just going to knock down your door with an axe. And, and then chase, you. chase your, ch oh, he's going to chase his own yeah. child through yeah. a frozen maze yes. with no regard for himself or yes. anything else. So yeah. I gotta be honest with you. I'm going with Jack Torrance on this. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I, he's go. definitely the worst. Yeah. Seems like very easy decisions. And the, the message here, don't be those dads. Don't be anything close to those dads. And that yeah. and that is my new segment, gentlemen. That's, I just wanted to I, I love that. I, love that. that. I, love I appreciate it. You know, Brian, I mean, I mean, you know, Marcus, you are willing to do a presentation anytime you like. Because yeah, I love the Marcus presentation. Thank, Mark, you. Thank you. you know. Fireside chats with Marcus. Thank you. Um, <laughs> he's got good points. He's got good points. That's thank you, absolutely. Thank you, thank you. Um, Brian, why don't you kick us off with your first piece of news, sir? Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna warm us up, and then I got a I got a bigger item later. So okay. uh, we are in the pro the promotional junket. We're in the press junket for Black Ooh. Widow. It's been yeah. a year. We're here. Congratulations. Uh, yeah. We made it, everybody. And uh, so they're starting to do all of the interviews and everything like that. Um, and so per Slash Film, they were able to get an interview with the one, the only Kevin Fe Feige. I think we're always saying it wrong. But Kevin I always say right. Feige. Yep. <laughs> Kevin Feige. I, I always start it out wrong. I'm going to get it right, Kevin. I'm sorry. You'll get on the podcast. I'll get it right. Kevin Feige. Uh, he, he let people know, uh, quote, Certainly this film, referring to Black Widow, and this story is a particular case for Natasha, but the notion of exploring the past, present, and future of the MCU is certainly in the cards for all of our characters. This particular story of this particular cast is very personal and very specific to Natasha. End quote. So essentially, uh, the takeaway here is that they are absolutely open to exploring prequels for the entire roster of Marvel characters, which hmm. I feel like opens a lot of doors or quantum realms or oh. uh, TVA doors, if you will, if Very we're talking about Loki, too. Uh, op opens up a lot of timelines if uh, if you are feeling mad or madness. And uh, so, yeah, basically, oh, MCU YouTube. prequels, folks, how are we feeling about it? I say no. Uh. <laughs> I say no. Um, so here's my thing: you you mm. open if you give a mouse a cookie, <laughs> he's gonna want a glass. <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> See what I'm saying? So while Black Widow, I feel like this movie. This is Marcus J. Destin's opinion. You know what I mean? This movie is a redemption for how badly they did her. The introduction of her character in Iron Man Two. That's certainly how it feels. And yeah. she even and even Scarlett Johansson mentioned in another interview that I saw was she finally commented on the how sexualized. Um, Black Widow originally was compared to her evolution as a character. Yes, sure. So for me, I feel like while you can do this with this film because you need the redemption for 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 Scarlett Johansson as an actress to get that full circle moment, like everybody else had their full circle moment. Um, especially after Loki series kind of says like, "Hey, these Infinity Stones." I know it's not the sole purpose, but hey, these Infinity Stones are like paperweights here in this new journey mm -hmm. were going down and she made the sacrifice and there's this correlation right. that her sacrifice meant nothing and Tony's sacrifice meant nothing. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you can do this. What other character would you do a prequel with that oh, you yeah, can't God. do um, either through a Disney series like Captain, uh, yeah. Captain Winter Soldier and Captain yeah. America like that kind of thing. Yeah, I think that that's, I think, I agree with Marcus. I'm going to I don't know. I'm kind of caught because I want to agree but I also kind of want to disagree because here's the thing. 
I don't know how I'm supposed to. There are some characters that I really want to see a prequel for. Like okay. I would really like to see our um, man. I, right. Well, that's the thing is <laughs> that's part of my point, right? Like I want to see like the Hawkeye prequel. Like I'd sure. love to see how he got to that point and runs right. into to Natasha because they kept fucking talking about Budapest over and over. But does and over that again. not happen in the Bullseye series though? I don't know, but that's a great question. Yeah. Is like, yeah. could it happen in the series? Hawkeye series? The, uh, oh, what did I call it? You, you said Bullseye. Sorry, Dark series. Avengers. I, I know. Oh, that's what man. I was thinking. At one that's point in time, Hawkeye. <laughs> but it. it's yeah. yeah but you're. Yeah. But that's where I'm kind of like. There's some things where I'm like, yeah, that would be really cool to see. But there's others where I'm like, like a Rocket and Groot prequel would be kind of fun. Like yes. I think maybe would be kind of interesting. Yes. Okay. But here's the thing. This is why I disagree. This is why I say no. There is no way that was a very long dramatic. I, I thought my screen froze in Zoom. Nope. Just be mic drop. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I just don't think that there's like I th- I I want to I, I feel like the issue that we run into sometimes with DC is they make these movies that like you're like why did you do that like you <laughs> didn't need to make right. it. nobody asked for that and I feel like. Marvel has been so intentioned and so purposed in all the movies it's released and when it's released them and everything ties together. So I don't want them to get into this now habit of just like, yeah, we just did it to give it a prequel because I don't know what that's supposed to add to the purpose of the story. Does that make sense? It sounds Mm -hmm. weird. And I know that that's Brian. I hope we're, I hope you have, we can disagree because that's just where I'm at. I I'm open to this. I'm not going to like, I'm not going to be down on it right out of the gate, but I understand why people are. I'm a Star Wars fan and I know (laughs) about prequels. Like I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause just the concept of prequels, you for a lot of people like who, where they don't want to know the ending for a lot of, and that's a lot of people and that's totally cool. And if that's an experience you want, a prequel is not going to do that for you. Like, yep, if, you, you know, for Black Widow, you know exactly where this story is going to end and where it picks up. Yeah. Um, sure. yeah. I I myself used to be like that. I have evolved a little bit. Like, I'm OK mm-hmm. with spoilers now. I try to avoid them. But if I have them, it doesn't like ruin the experience yeah. for me anymore. Oh, sure. Um, I think what's interesting about this, though, is there's a piece of news that got circulated a whole lot a few months ago that Chris Evans was cast in something else or that he was coming back to the MCU. And everyone was like, what, what is this? Mm -hmm. And then we moved on. Yeah. That could be something now. Um, if they're eyeing things for prequels and I guess that's true at the end of the day, if you're adding substance to the universe, I will enjoy them. Um, doing a prequel just to be like, Here's my thing. My assumption is that Black Widow is going to have seeds for phase four. Like, oh, and, I, and I've talked about this absolutely. on this podcast a yeah. lot. Yeah. But essentially saying like, hey, here's Black Widow. By the way, this weird thing happened, right? Because that's yeah. Julia Louise Dreyfus. That's how she was supposed to be introduced. Yep. And so I think that's she fair. and we've talked about how she might be key after the finale of uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. And so if you do it like that, where you're giving us stuff in the universe, but still giving us backstory on a character, I'm cool with it. Sure. What I wouldn't be pumped about is like, hey, you know, Agent Sitwell, he's getting a prequel. And it's just like Agent Sitwell running around on a helicarrier, adding Mm -hmm. absolutely nothing to the universe. That is that is definitely how you lose me. Yeah. Um, And stuff like that, like adding nothing to the overall universe. I'm not going to be interested, but like I'm thinking Valkyrie, like Rock and yeah, Group, yeah. like all yeah. of these folks that, yeah, that have cool. had like some screen time, but they just haven't 
had that chance to shine, I think that could be workable, but that's sure. where I'm at. I, I would get worried though, that they bring back their old stable of characters of like mm-hmm. your Iron Man's your Captain America's your like all of those. And you're taking oxygen away from the newer heroes, sure. but yeah, um, that's getting ahead of ourselves. I don't yeah, even think sure. that they could contractually and just by actors ages and things like that. Yeah, like I, would I, think so, I, don't, yeah. I don't think that they can do it now. The, the, um, <clears throat> The Captain America thing. I don't. I want to stay here too long. The uh, Chris good. Evans things. I'm sorry. Um, there, there were rumors about the man, the man before time movie, oh, sure. where it's him returning the stones and living this life oh, out. Yeah, um, oh, sure. that was the rumor casting that he was going to do. But I don't. I once again, I don't think that they'll do that for those no. main characters because they understand they wrapped it up once they did that little signature thing at the end of Endgame with all those characters, the main, mm-hmm. the big seven. The only yeah. one that you could possibly do it with is Hulk. But we're seeing the birth of a lot of these characters. Yep. Like real time. Like yeah. the series yeah. She-Hulk. We're seeing the birth of all of these characters unless right. you're rebooting people like oh, man. Yeah. You know, Daredevil or Punisher. Yeah, or sure. that's a great point. Maybe that's where sure. maybe that's where the prequels and stuff comes in. But yeah, I agree yeah. with y'all um, on yeah. both parts, the disagreeing yeah. and the agreeing. And Brian, I think you swayed me to be honest with you because I I, I entirely <laughs> agree with your point because I don't necessarily mind spoilers either. Like the ending doesn't necessarily bother me. What what is more important to me is that what they do is intentioned. It means something. Like, right? They'll get their my money like every time, so long as it continues <laughs> yeah. to be like intentioned and for a purpose, and then it's going somewhere. Um, but if we start doing this, like, hey, we're all y'all ever curious about? <laughs> What happened to um, Foggy? Well, Foggy has his own movie, and it's called The Lawyers of Hell's Kitchen, and that's like, all it is. Like, yeah. I don't give a fuck about that at all. So. I mean, and Star Wars has fell in this pit a lot, and yeah. I really hope they learn from it. By the way, even as recently, Bad Batch did a whole episode about like where did Jabba's rancor come from, and it's like I don't need <laughs> this. We don't care because like, he survived. I so, don't. I don't need this. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Like this, it was fun to watch as I fell asleep, but I, I don't. I don't yeah. Know that. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like Clone Wars fell into that too sometimes. It was oh, like, yes. you remember this planet they went to in the prequels? <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a reason. See, cartoons. Um, see, see, cartoons. <laughs> that's kind of where it was at. Um, gentlemen, for my first piece of news, Please. I'm going to take a little bit of a right turn. Okay. Um, and I'm going to talk about G.I. Joe's Snake Eyes or Snake Eyes. I don't know Let's how they're do doing this. Um, because there, first off, we got a new trailer today, we did. and we like it's it. it's got it's got some folks pretty hyped, um, and it's, yeah, it yeah. looks certainly interesting. And I'm I'm kind of I mean it's did you see how they, you see how they had the snake eyes the the pair of dice in the trailer? Yes, I, so as soon as, soon as she said the most snake eye thing, I think oh I've gosh. ever seen. Okay. The subtlety was yeah. palpable. Um, <laughs> and so, but, and I will also say this before I go into this news, I am on record as having said that the only movie I have ever walked out of is G.I. Joe Retaliation. <laughs> I'll leave that there. Like, I want to make sure that I'm transparent in my previous transgression. Don't I worry. Don't, I don't, we don't, after the discussion like, Brian and I had today, and I did some further research where they really <laughs> did kill off Channing Tatum, I don't blame you. Yeah, I don't that's, know yeah, what the fuck. Yeah, that was like yeah, the birth of the yeah. rock taking over people's roles and shit. So I don't blame seriously. But what I'm going to talk about is just sort of some like Twitter backlash that's maybe starting sure. to come out because 
the way that Snake Eyes was built out as a character when G.I. Joe first came out in the 80s um, has some folks who are now seeing a, um, uh, I want to use the right terminology, Asian American Pacific Islander. I want to make okay. sure that I use the right like terminology yes. and the right language um yes. having that having an actor of that um heritage play now someone with that has some people a little kind of irked about it mm. so um i have gotten my uh this like the first portion of this from a like a website called the fanboy factor and the article is titled patriotism in the media and white fragility the true enemies of the gi joe universe question mark um and in <laughs> it um the author um chip carroll goes on to kind of talk a little bit about like how like snake eyes became a character so in the 80s the this whole idea of like the white ninja or white martial yes. artist was very popular probably the one of the most popular movies that did this was the octagon starring chuck norris oh um and so Damn. like what happened is it's like gi joe was designed and it was basically a, a tv show that came out and said like look there are soldiers who are american indian and asian and african-american and native hawaiian and hispanic who can all work together to fight for their country um but the one choice that it made was depicting snake eyes as sort of this heroic white ninja like fantasy character so kind of playing into that like trope and so what this article goes on to sort of pause it and to kind of wrap it up is this idea that like there are people who are now using phrases online like on twitter that are saying like many gi joe and i'm going to quote here's the quote from the article many gi joe fans are not happy with the decision to cast a person of color to play snake eyes and they are making their voice known all over social media social media using phrases such as quote not my snake eyes <laughs> end quote Another quote, Snake Eyes is supposed to have blonde hair and blue eyes, end quote. And then and then again, according to the there's another quote, according to the comic book, Snake Eyes is supposed to be white. So there seems to be like some odd and misadvised backlash on this that I don't fully understand. Um, and so then fast forward this to like a like a now a article that's oh, doing man. an interview from screen rant with Henry Golding saying that like, although there are fans who are irritated that you're seeing under the mask, he's very, like very excited to see this. Um, and so uh, screen rant was ever like able to like sit down with Golding to talk about his role. Um, and, Henry Golding, who plays Snake Eyes in the film, goes on to say, quote, I think it's the building of his background and the building of his true origin and understanding that to know a man is known uh, and understanding that to know a man is to know his past and the footprints to make where he got. Um, and then basically sort of goes on to say, like, people complaining that, ah, we see his face. Um, well, he didn't come out with his come out of his mother's belly with a mask <laughs> on and whatnot. Who's to say we don't go the rest of the, the entire movies like that. So, again, hinting at maybe perchance a reboot of the G.I. Joe franchise. Gentlemen, that's a lot um, like of just information to kind of throw at you. But I'm just curious of your thoughts on like, you know, we sometimes talk and we've had conversations on this podcast about like specifically with the ancient one and Dr. Strange and other moments like that, where we uh, like making, taking some liberties with characters and races and things like that. So I'm just kind of curious based on what you, what I've kind of run down for you very quickly. Um, and I encourage folks to check it out. 
check for yourself. Um, you know, the fanboy. Well, let me reference them one more time and then we yeah. can get into our discussion. There's a screen rant article um that's uh that's titled Snake Eyes Character Defend Snake Our Snake Eyes Star Defense Showing G.I. Joe Characters Face Under the Mask is the article title. Um, and then fanboyfactor.com patriotism in the media and white fragility, the true enemies of the G.I. Joe universe. And those are both posted within the last month or so. Gentlemen, I have droned on too long. <laughs> Thoughts from the two of you on this particular topic. Marcus, where are you at? Do you want to kick us off or do you need a minute? Because I'm, ha- I'm happy to go if you want to collect yourself. Go, go ahead, Brian. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I mean, no, I know. No, please. No, please go. I don't have to go. go please no. Go. I, well, I'll, I'll start us off here. Like, yeah, for sure. Honestly, just... I feel like it, it, this seems really weird to me. And I, and I, yes. I looking at when Doug sent this article, I half read it. And then I did more <laughs> when we talked about it today for the trailer. Cause I did not know that snake eyes was supposed to be white in all of the GI Joe stuff. That is brand new information to yeah. me yeah. today. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of had to like stop myself of like, wait, are you serious? And I'm like, well, it's the 1980s, so they probably felt they could do this. Yeah. <laughs> um, even though a ninja, like if you if you didn't know, and I, and this is a place of learning and it's a safe space, like a ninja is like a specific Japanese thing. Like that was that yep. the history of it is in Japan. So I feel like if they were to take it at it today, trying to make this character, it's like kind of like what you what? And by the way, yeah. this this weird white ninja thing, I just want to make a point went on for like uh, decades, like mm-hmm. Jean-Claude Van Damme with Bloodsport. Mm-hmm. There were ninja undertones there. Chris Farley did a movie called Beverly Hills Ninja. Oh, yeah, like, did. I saw that one like uh, six times. I, I, like it, there's this weird thing with it that is very classically a Japanese thing um and so I, I just feel like there's a lot there's a lot to unpack here and i guess i don't know for me i always have a hard time understanding this this outrage yeah. because um it, clearly the history of the character they made him white because they mm-hmm. wanted to they felt like they had to and sell toys um and neither of those are good reasons to to make these decisions so it's just it's it's perplexing to me and i'm still yep. processing all of it to be honest Yep, I completely agree. I completely agree. Marcus? Hmm. Um, okay, here's what I'm going to say. <clears throat> First, in all seriousness, if if it makes sense towards the plot of the movie and it makes sense towards the story of a character, right. then yes. The issue with people with characters like the the um the chosen one uh, or, um 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 in in Doctor Strange. Um, oh yeah it didn't cha- it didn't make any sense or had any impact on that story of that character they did it just to do it because the name was popular and that's where the issue lies where you could yep. have casted it right. um you know to its most um what I want to say you could have cast it as it was originally intended to be casted you know what i'm saying you know what i mean like and it would have it would have it would have not had really any big effect on the story. So yeah, what I'm saying I hear is, what you're saying. There's no need. Everybody shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Because like, yeah, we don't live in the 80s anymore. This yeah. story, if it makes sense to war, you haven't even watched the movie. Right. That, that's my biggest thing. Is like I understand where 
if maybe you are just feeling like we're, which is a weird statement to make yeah. to me. Yeah. Because being in the majority, and this is just Marcus, being in the majority and hearing somebody say, we're losing our people, yes. like our characters, for people who may have never had that or the yeah. representation from the yes. beginning, this story to me made sense. Also, in the original G.I. Joe, the little boy that played Snake Eyes, who we assume grew up and grew up with the same yeah. genetics and all that, was not blonde hair and blue eyed. And you didn't say shit about that. So don't <laughs> yeah. come to me about no fucking comic book reference and all that other yeah. bullshit. Just say you're upset because the character's not white. Yeah. yeah, and that's the other thing that's like really interesting on this. So you can search the hashtag not my snake eyes like on Twitter and <laughs> oh, read no. some of these particular no. like comments. And Brian, to your point, <sighs> um, there are people who are posting like pictures of old um like toy like um packaging with oh, a picture no. of some nameless faceless person going not my snake he doesn't have a web shooter that he shoots <laughs> from a rocket propelled <laughs> grenade attached to his backpack uh, fuck that guy like it's just and like, here's, here's it's this. just insane what they're choosing to like get upset about with this yeah. particular one for sure but yeah it's and, and, and my thing is okay don't watch it like yeah. it, it at right. the end of the day, more than likely a sequel, a universe has already been greenlit. We're not yeah. going to lose, like, there isn't going to be an alternate movie company that's gonna come out with a white snake eyes for white American pride for people that just wanna like, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, it could, I, but like who would give a fuck if it happens? Like the right. world is changing. If this makes sense towards the story of this origin, mm -hmm. that's the only thing I care about. You yep. didn't even give it a chance. You just yep. literally. Now, I know I've had my opinions about a black Superman and and doing things just True. to do it. But like even I have to look, watch and like uh, and take in what they're doing first before I make comments on it. So that's kind of where I'm at. Like, fuck yeah. it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to support it. If it's good, it's good. If it's not, we're going to yeah. bash the fuck out of it. And that's going to yeah. be the that's end of, that of it. Yeah, that's very, very true. That's a great point. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, go ahead, Brian. I, I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like with, with a character like this that has such, yes, there's lore and like comics to it, but I also feel like there's a great point that Marcus made that this, this character, none of this stuff is intrinsic to the character. And, and I think this goes no. back to when we're talking about casting. And I think the one thing that comes to mind that I'll make a comparison to here is, is uh, Wesker and the new resident evil series. Um, oh, sure. oh, Wesker right. in the video games is, is, is a white guy, but in for this TV show that they're going to do um, the, and I'm totally blanking on their, on his name. Um, and I will find it, but uh, the lead will be, will be black. And a lot of people got upset. And I, and one of the things I said in those conversations was nothing about Wesker was like, about his race he's just he's an evil scientist <laughs> the dude's an evil scientist and they come in all nope. only evil scientists are white brian i don't know if you knew that but <laughs> they, they come in all reality of this. and forms and i, I you know it's Christ. just kind of like with snake eyes and with such like uh, something that we need to unpack and like talk about of like why did you feel like you needed to make a white ninja and now we're coming back to it and even you know having the creator of the comic say like no this feels right and this is yeah. something we need to do yeah because that's um, the other part of this the, the the person who created them back in the 80s he said no this is fine this is so great the, i'm glad so they're giving it a backstory all the, all the more reason to shut the hell up shut yeah. up 
Well, yeah. and it shows that if if he's at this point where it's like, well, it's not that's not going to be critical to this yeah. character. What's going to be critical to this character is this story of how he becomes the G.I. Joe snake eyes, which I <laughs> yeah. can't even keep a straight face <laughs> saying. Becomes then this. I'm, this I'll trust you. It's like it's a man in a mask. That's all yeah, it, it is. is. It is a person in a mask. Yes. With a wolf. And a that's person, it. Yes. And Lance Reddick, by the way, is who was cast uh, for Wesker in, in Resident Evil. And so oh, sure. I think it's okay to acknowledge that, like, hey, this there's some problematic things with this character's backstory. Yeah. But oh, yeah, to yeah. say that, like, it's not my snake eyes when there's clearly like... an effort being pushed here to, like, hey, let's have it be more inclusive. And, and like, also, Henry Golding is incredibly charming. And wonderful. I, I'm really excited to see him um, yeah. and see what this is like. At this point, it just kind of feels like people having this yeah. knee jerk reaction because the character isn't white, and that's bad. Yeah, and the <laughs> like, world we live in, I guess, you know, the first take that people want to make. And here's yeah. what I'm going to say. I'm going to post, I'm going to just use a throwback quote from a one Marcus J. Destin. Sometimes shutting the fuck up can help you more than it can hurt you. So maybe you just need to shut the fuck up about it. Like, it's really not that big of a deal. It's not that can big we of a direct deal. this energy? I don't know. Anything like pick something. I don't even care what it is. Even if I disagree with it, just pick anything else. Because how about, again, how about people's jobs? How about y'all stop tweeting? Get off the internet. Yeah, and put that same energy uh, into your everyday job and families. Shut yeah. the hell up. Because yeah. let me. I'm gonna be honest with you. They've already spent money on this movie. What do you think is gonna happen? They're gonna scrap the whole thing. Know, a bunch of white guys are mad. We better cancel this like right now. So what is the, what I, that doesn't even make sense. And it's not yeah. even and 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 when you talk, we had we just had a conversation about in the heights representation. Yeah. Yes, we did. This is a completely different conversation, right? Like, right. Oh, well, and, and I also I, like it's blowing my mind too because GI Joe is like yeah. it is like almost nationalist propaganda. Almost, oh, it it absolutely. Um, like okay, for right? Western nations, like yeah. I, I mean, like, so it's just so weird that people would get upset about this. It's like, do you realize the the world that GI Joe exists? It's like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, like, the United States. It's like we're the West, and, and we're here to help countries. Yep, yep. Um, and it's like you didn't do anything, and they're like, our job here is done. And knowing um, is half the battle. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, so this whole thing is bizarre to me, and I'm still processing it. This is so weird. I want to show you one more picture to show you what people are upset about this <laughs> apparently it doesn't represent this so who is it D doug has a picture is, of like what appears to be a scuba soldier scuba that, Steve? Is, Sword? that is an old version of snake eyes toy no, that came good. out shortly after the show so that is why people are like well, not that, my snake well, eyes that's clearly Wait, a white man fucking jetpack like that's okay <laughs> that's clearly a white man you didn't know that. i mean only <laughs> a white man behind the mask the world you're right. Only a white person would choose to hold a bright neon orange sword. <laughs> just, what the fuck? <laughs> Honey, look I what didn't... I found at Costco. <laughs> they were on sale. Uh, orange cuts better. Um, oh this is where I'm going to leave it. But that, y'all, is my oh, first bizarre. Piece. Funny. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I guess I'll take it from here. I they have my ahead. second piece of news. Um, I'm going to share my scudazine. Oh, yeah. Alrighty, I'm going to share. Now, hold on now. What, what happened now? Mm, All right. This I'll just put here. it back in the thing. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, gentlemen, 
if you look on your screen, and for those that can't see, you need to subscribe oh, to the yeah. Patreon. Um, there have been do. quite a few announcements and a lot of reveals. You know, back in the day, you wouldn't be able to get pictures of somebody's suit until about uh, kind of closer to the release like, date. Right when it's scheduled to come out, basically. Right, like maybe about two weeks before it was supposed to drop. Mm -hmm. But now times have changed, and Shazam! Um, Fury of the Gods has had a lot of releases. They did a teaser about a month ago of um, Zach's new suit, or Shazam's new suit, and it looked really good. It's a darker tone, has a lot of textures. Um, um, it looks a little bit more realistic and not as comic booky. Yeah. Um, if I, yeah. If I, if that's a great way to describe it. Um, so on the screen right now, we have a comparison from the 2019 film and the 2023 film of Shazam! The Fury of Gods. And what's on the screen is Shazam and his brothers and sisters, his adopted sure. brothers and sisters in their full superhero Shazam out outfits. And all of them have gotten outfit upgrades. Um, oh, in addition, absolutely. I mean, and, and it looks really, really good. Um, it, yes. It, you know, the color, the colorway looks better. The, it's less muscle in the muscle suit. Yes. So oh, everything sure. looks a little bit more realistic. So I, I kind of, you kind of can get a tone of what they're going for here in the sequel. Like maybe trying to age everybody up. So speaking mm, of aging everybody up, <laughs> if you look um, to my right, your left, maybe I don't know directions that well. Um, they have, <laughs> they have um, Mary Broomfield is all grown up in Shazam, okay? And I'm getting this from comicbook.com. Um, sure. In the sequel, Grace Fulton, who is the actress, will pull double duty now and play Mary uh, and superhero Mary in Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Oh. Um, so she'll be taking over the costume hero role from Michelle Borth, who in the bottom photo was originally um, the Super Mary, um, Super Mary or... Um, oh, sure. Superhero Mary version huh. of Shazam. Huh. The the actress is now old enough to play double duty, where they said, like, oh, look, you can change her hair. And 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 Grace now plays both parts and said, but oh. her hair and makeup is slightly different when she's hmm. nobody versus when she's um all superheroed up. So sure. that's just a quick thing. Like the actress that played the role grew up and is now yeah. able to play the role. Um, and able to play both roles now instead of playing one or the other, like the other um actors and actresses. So huh, just something to, something to peep out there. I love it. It looks I good. It. I mean, it looks good. I I think I hope the there have been I saw this, I was on Twitter a little bit today, um, and I saw that people were like mad that that dark green looked black because there were a ton of people who were like, oh, Isn't black reserved for black Adam only? And everybody's like, Come on, man, adjust your computer settings. That's, that's, that's green. yeah, that's, that's, that's a hunter green. green. It's a hunter green. I mean, and I mean this in all though. honesty, if you look at that picture and you and you're like, that's black, like check your screen settings. Also, maybe go to an eye doctor. I'm being dead serious. <laughs> maybe you need to do a yeah. colorblind test like and that's legit i do oh. i did it i've done it for all of my eye exams like also, okay. are you tasting <laughs> copper in your mouth you might be having a heart attack like you <laughs> know there's, some, there's several yeah. several reasons why don't go outside no. and stare at the sun it's bad no. for your eyes no <laughs> but i do i do i do like this oh, for sure. um direction what this what it seems to be the direction of this film and also you can see that the darker tone and more grown-up tone, this is mm -hmm. going to match the Black Adam movie more. Oh, for sure, for sure. Because you cannot have this bottom photo where it's more cartoony and funny uh, mm -hmm. or like like carelessly funny and like uh, kiddish, sure. right? Um, yeah. You cannot match that with the intensity that The Rock is bringing for Black Adam, in my opinion. Right. Um, and, and, and he seems to be going hard at it. And I think that these outfits... Is going are going to resemble what the Rock's Black Adam outfit is going to look like, or be fairly close. Yeah, for sure. And again, I will say this: 
Mr. J- Mr. Dwayne Johnson, if go. you would like to come on this podcast and talk about where you'd like to go with Black Adam, we would gladly have you. Just don't bring just don't bring your big bag of weights with you. That's, you're ch- that's I mean, I doubt you're hearing this, but you're a childhood Damn, hero no. of mine. I have watched your career since yeah. WWF, yeah, and now you're singing songs as Maui to my kid. It's it's such an incredible full circle moment here, Black Adam. Yeah, Rock. I know you're not listening to this shit. We'll do, but, we'll do squat thrust for time. He's way well. too. All right, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. It was only a matter of time before before CrossFit Doug came out. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, But you're right, Marcus. I I think, and I think the other thing is like, as this tracks to like with Billy's character, like you know, Billy gets more mature and handling that responsibility the more he has it. So you're right. Like it makes sense and tracks for that character to start off of like, he does kind of think it's a little bit more silly and maybe a little bit more of a joke, but then it kind of gets into that. Like, no, the realities of that responsibility start to set in more and more and more. Um, and it becomes more of a thing. So I think that's absolutely like a great point to yep. make that this darker tone is important going forward. So. Yeah. yeah, I think the only thing I want to add one, I still love that they're going with the direction that power needs to be shared. So seeing all of the Shazam team costumed up seems like they're going to lean into that, which I'm super pumped about that. And I think the other thing, too, is that if you look at these updated uniforms and costumes, it feels like the Man of Steel Henry Cavill material. Yeah, yeah, like sure. that. So yep. it's nice that there's some consistency there just from a visual point of view of like okay mm-hmm. that's the material the heroes wear got it yep. um i also just want to talk real quick about Ma- mary mary batson's mm-hmm. uniform um it's more like it feels more uniform e like she's got a sure. collar she's got these sick shoulder pads Gladiator yeah. vibe in the front it's still, skirt like, it, it's still like it like very woman still gets the vibe across that she's mary batson but it's definitely more formal looking absolutely mm-hmm. formidable um and i just really enjoy that um yeah. wait yeah. a minute gentlemen i forgot to report on a piece of news can i slide another piece you, of here oh boy right in well, there. The in, over the weekend they started shooting and some photography got released for the flash movie yeah okay oh and yeah they did i don't forgot how i couldn't have how I mean, didn't mention this you get your first release at my first look at michael keaton as bruce wayne yeah um it and it's good. rumored that they shot the last ending scene first so oh. what you see is barry walking out of this courtroom and then him seeing michael keaton as this new batman now there was a lot of backlash because the rumor is that they're getting rid of obviously ben affleck as batman but right. also henry cavill in this right. movie, they're going to have Supergirl, but she's going to be playing Laura Kent, who is Superman and Lois's daughter that was originally killed in Injustice. Oh, jeez. Okay. So, so when you look at the photos, she has short black hair. This is yes. not his cousin. This yes. would instead be his daughter instead. Interesting. Great photos that got released. A lot of like a lot of photography from the set. So go if you have time, go look that up. But there is a lot of anger and backlash um, yeah. from the community about um, Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck being replaced and being disrespected. Essentially, that's can, can I, I, can I just real quick. I, I got to just hold on. Just everybody do it. For, do it, Doug. Oh shit! He no, went to it. Can we, can we fucking cool it? With the backlash over shit, can we cool it? Can y'all just take your hands off the goddamn keyboard for like, I don't know, six seconds and just say like, just, I want you to just, everybody practice this question. Is this 
worth my time? Is it worth your time to write the comment like, oh, man, they're going to disrespect Henry Cavill like that? Man, fuck WB. You should be saying fuck WB for so many other things, like just yeah. real fast, like so many well, other things. Yeah, that's true. But the backlash over like a costume choice or I don't know, uh, like whether or not your actor is in this or not. Like there's got to be. Can we just somebody come and check on these folks? Because I'm genuinely worried I mean, about it for a minute. That was take a knee with me for just a minute because y'all, also, we got to take it. Yeah. We got to take it. We got to you go. Come on. Well, and I also feel like this is going to be so out of place, but whatever. I think it's really oh, yeah. important when we're talking about the creative process that yeah, there are some things that we value and love as as comic book nerds and movie nerds and just like yes. fans of a lot of things here. And we've all talked about that. But that stuff has to be able to grow and expand and experiment. And and it has to go in different ways because you can't keep making the same movie yeah. over and over and over again. Like nobody, nobody wants that. Um, right. And so you right. have to explore these new areas um, and and. You, you have to have that patience. I, I yeah. see you, Marcus, and then you can yeah. go right at, right yeah, after me. Um, and I, I just I wish people would would learn that that this is an iterative process that you're you're yeah. gonna keep you know innovating. You're gonna keep creating, and these things aren't always gonna look like the things in the comic books or original movies, and that's okay. Change yes. is good, and it it yeah, that's all. For yeah, sure. That was Absolutely. good. Yeah, no, that was good. In an all, well, partly serious, partly joking, because what Brian and Doug are saying is very valid. Um, but for me, I feel like maybe not so much for Ben Affleck, but for Henry Cavill, one of the best iterations of Superman I think mm -hmm. seen since Fair. I've seen since Christopher Reeves. Now, Fair. Tyler, ooh, the last name always gets me. Tyler Choen, Cho Chohillen. Yeah, of the he's from Teen Wolf, but he's on the new Superman and Lois TV show. Oh, sure. Oh, yep, God. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, Cohen? Chef's kid. Cohen? Is it Cohen? It looks Cohen to to me. Okay, sure. we'll yeah. go with Tyler Cohen. Okay. Tyler Cohen is amazing oh, in his sure. own direction of Superman. So I want to give him that um, credit because right. that show is doing fantastic. God, oh, it's sure. amazing. Um, yeah. But if somebody promised us bonus content about that, show. Did, and I will give it after the season's <laughs> over. Um, I'll give you a full season. But yeah, you're right. Uh, and I hope you're watching Fast and Furious. Um, so <laughs> for me, for, for me, Henry Cavill was just underappreciated. So I understand oh, sure. the frustration in WB's right. bullshit back and forth. We got one Man of Steel movie, Batman yep. versus Superman, and then yep. this new Justice League cut, right? Yeah. Um, and ooh, that was creepy. Yep. Um, so the new Justice League cut, and I just feel like he was just underappreciated. And I so I understand the frustration there in not getting that full moment with him under the sun and seeing him be Superman in full, or at least again right. for his own solo movie. Yeah. Um, so I, I understand the frustration there, but also things do have to change. Be, yeah. These characters can't be these characters forever. So I just wanted to yeah. slide that news in there real quick. Go check out the Flash thing. It's a lot of good stuff. Mm -hmm. I think they're headed in a good direction. We've yep. already been talking about how this is going to reboot probably sure. the universe. Yep. So um, and, and we'll go from there. Yep, for sure. For sure. Yep. Completely agree. Um, Brian, piece of news. Yes. So we're going to take another left turn here. And, and and that's like turned into our vernacular, by the way, of like, left we're going like, to be yeah. a little serious. Well, they're, on the, they're on the journey. They're on the highway journey of this episode of films <laughs> in black and white. And there's some twists and turns. You got to be ready. I'm making left turns and right turns on the highway. That's terrible. 
Anthony I mean, Mackie said some things uh, a few days ago. Oh, uh, and basically, yeah, an interview fucking up. Variety. And the title of this piece is called Anthony Mackie on his promotion to Captain America and Sam and Bucky's bromance on Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And basically, this is just Anthony Mackie having a friendly conversation with Variety. There's some good stuff in here. Uh, some got picked up uh, that a lot of people focused on in a lot of different realms was this quote. And I'm going to it's a, it's a little bit of a longer quote, but stick with me, everybody. And okay. it said, uh, start quote. The idea of I let me actually give some context to this. So uh, the interviewer asked Anthony Mackie about like, hey, some people uh, are finding some connections between Bucky and Sam. And are they gay? Are they in a romance? You know, can you expound on that? And that was I'm paraphrasing the question that was asked. And he responded, quote, the idea of two guys being friends and loving each other is a 2021 in 2021 is a problem because of the exploitation of homosexuality. Used to be guys can be friends. We can hang out. And it was cool. You would always meet your friends at the bar. You know, you can't do that anymore because something as pure and beautiful as homosexuality has been exploited by people who are trying to rationalize themselves. End quote. And he goes on. I I'm going to stop the direct quote there because he goes on for like another three sentences talking about like, hey, it's important to see men be sensitive. It's also important to see them. You know, it's OK to see them as superheroes. Um, and it's okay to have a spirit of friendship with someone that you care about and love. Uh, and so this quote was a little problematic in some of, uh, I, I should, I shouldn't say some, it was problematic, uh, especially, uh, as we're talking about like pride month, we're here in pride month and acknowledging and celebrating a lot of those, uh, folks that identify that way. And I think most people took issue with the fact that he was saying that, um, people are trying to rationalize themselves by exploiting something. And that's not exactly what's going here when people say, oh, are Sam and Bucky in a relationship? So, gentlemen, that was the piece of news I wanted to bring. Can I be honest? Go ahead. Safe, yes, please do. Safe, safe space, right? That's what we want. That's what we want. When I originally read this, I had to read his quote three times. That's fair. Same. By when the way, I, same. Because I didn't understand it. And when I finished reading it, I felt like I understood what he was saying. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I, that's fair. I related, I'm not related, but like I got what he was trying to say. In addition, on TikTok, on my page or whatever, sure. there was a whole lot of people saying <laughs> he's not canceled. He, we understand what he was trying to say. And these were people that were self alleging themselves to the LGBTQ, LGBTQ plus I, you know, community. Right. right? So, I felt like I understood what he was trying to say. I sure. know I am not the one to take offense to this quote because That's I'm fair. not in the community, but as a heterosexual or as a cisgendered black man, sure, I got what he was trying to say. And I agree with the points of it's important for people just to be, if people see me and Doug going down the street, the first thought should not be, are they gay? No, we're just two bugs yeah. hanging out, yeah. kicking it. And being, you know, vulnerable around each other. I've cried in Doug's office multiple times. Like, yeah. that's just our relationship. So for me, I understood it. Now, somebody tell me where I'm wrong so that I can learn. That's what I need. Here's, here's, I'm going to let Brian, I'm going to let Brian, I just want to <laughs> say one thing. My Go issue ahead. with this comment is that it, 
I don't know where the sensitivity for these characters is coming from. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I guess I'm just my my issue with this is not so much like the my is just I feel like he misrepresented some of the moments from the show, which is why I just I want to get that out there before it leaves my brain. But I'm let Brian kind of cover the other stuff. But my big thing is he's like, well, it's important to see people be sensitive. And I, I really don't think if I ever saw and I saw Bucky do that by himself. <laughs> And I saw Sam do that by himself, but I never saw that vulnerability breakdown between the two of them. So I, I don't know where necessarily well, that's coming from. So, but I do want Brian to chime in because I think Brian probably has a more important point than the one I just well, made. So I, I'm not going to say it's more important. I, I, I think, I think the, the thing that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way about this and that, that can be harmful um, to folks in the LGBTQ plus community is that, you know, he's making he, he's making these generalized statements about like, hey, you're trying to see yourself in this relationship and the, and you're exploiting oh, something. Sure. Mm -hmm. And I don't really in my experiences with folks that identify that way, that's not really what's what's going on. Like just because someone's like, hey, Sam and Bucky could be in a relationship that doesn't take anything away um, from the mm -hmm. LGBTQ plus community necessarily. It's just an idea that is put out there. Do I think that, do I think Anthony Mackie intended to put down anybody? Absolutely no, not. I no, do not I'm think that not. at all. I don't think that was his intent at all. But I think what the impact was, was him saying like, no, why do you always have to make things about yourself? And why are you trying to warp this thing? And all it was, was like a buddy cop movie over six episodes. Like, yeah, that was how the impact like hit people. So okay. I think it's just more the that. idea. Yeah of like phrasing it in a way where it's like, Hey, I, <laughs> you know, if someone's saying like, Hey, are they in a relationship and being like, well, no, that's not how it was written. But like, if that's how you view it, okay. okay. Like you don't necessarily need to put like an entire community down for that. If they just oh, view sure. it. See, and that's, what's interesting. I want to also give an answer to the, not really an answer, but a point, <laughs> but um, see, that's, I guess I viewed it from people out maybe uh, i guess i viewed it from people outside of the community asking the question sure and sure. So, from, so so for me it made sense for people to be like me as a straight man are they in a relationship <laughs> it didn't matter but if somebody right. in the community is asking so like is this a thing that we can hope for and maybe like be represented right. or like is this a thing that we could because yeah. we can see it yeah that makes all the difference. So of course I'm not, like I said, of course I'm not going to get in. I appreciate Brian for breaking that down yeah, and explaining it. And that right. through that lens, that makes absolute sense. Yeah. Um, and, and for me, so if I offended anybody, I do apologize. I just want to have this learning I, moment live. But I, I mean, to have, it's good to have because you're, I mean, I think anybody like reading it at first values be like, why are we making the assumption that these two people are, like in a relationship just because they're close. Mm -hmm. um, but there's some, Im there's some, there's some, Im there's some harm potentially with that. So, well, and, and I think, you know, I think if you are, are, I, I think the other thing to point out here too, is that if you are in good faith, trying to understand this stuff, like yeah. I think people will give you the patience for it. For sure. at least that's been my experience things might hurt i know i've been in positions like that too where it's like oh i hurt you when i was trying mm -hmm. to learn this thing yeah. my bad mm -hmm. how can i make it better sure. um and that's like how you try to fix things if people mm -hmm. like, need to know that 
Um, and so I think while, you know, again, I, I go back to intent and impact. Like, I don't think Anthony Mackie like set out to like destroy like some people's days. I just became Captain America, but let me take everybody down a peg. <laughs> right. Like, but there are people that are like, wow, I could see myself if like mm-hmm. this is, sure. um, if they have this type of relationship, I could see myself there and that would be really, that would be really great. And I mean, that's like where a ton of fan fiction comes from, sure. everything in between. And so to have mm. someone like look at it, acknowledge it and be like, no, <laughs> like, <laughs> and by the way, X, Y, Z. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's going to, no, I, I see well. that. Yeah. I can hear um, it in the old person voice of it being like demeaning and like, yeah. yeah. Um, but to Doug's point, I feel like you, you asked the question of where they showed it. I think that there were moments now okay. in the scene with, where it's maybe it was kind of shown, but not shown the scene where they have to put their (laughs) knees in between each other's legs. It's an awkward scene. If you look at it, it's it's like, why did they set that shot up like that? Does that make sense? So like, I'm trying to view it from a perspective of, okay, I could kind of see where these guys are buddy, buddy, but as a cisgendered male, I just see that. Oh, these these two guys are cool. Me and Doug will do the same thing. Me and Brian would do the same thing. Yeah. I, and I think that's also that's the beauty of art is that everybody can look at it and come away with something oh, yeah. different. Yeah. And I yeah. think all of that is is valid. And if someone's like, I don't know, this is how I interpret it. It's like, OK, right. cool. I can't tell you you're wrong. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think that goes to I think that that's a I mean, boost that same conversation we had about the snake eyes stuff. Like, you know, you have to see some relative interpretation of how this stuff gets out. And even the Shazam and, and Superman stuff, too, like all of this stuff has to go everybody gets to interpret this art through their own lens and get to do with it what they want to and that's the beauty of it there is no necessarily right or wrong answer for how any of this type of stuff is created and probably over time you know like you know if you look i mean if you look behind me i have all those like old batman (laughs) covers like those are from like like the you know the 70s and 80s like if we had that same batman now nobody would read it nobody would watch it but at (laughs) one point somebody said what if we went really dark with it like it's yeah and that's how it became the (laughs) thing that we love now so it's important that those conversations happen (laughs) because that's how you put them through enough lenses and it gets it's like filtering vodka the more you filter it the better it is oh okay what the heck Okay, yeah, I had yeah. to take a minute for the vodka yeah. part, but yeah, but yeah absolutely. The like King analogies strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's exactly how it is. But in so, any case, that was my news, and that beautiful, was, beautiful. I just want to take a minute to say thank you to Marcus, just really fast. To again, there it is, <laughs> Snake Eyes with an orange sword. Um, just say thank you to Marcus for like being willing yeah. to be like vulnerable in that because it's messy oh. and it's hard. So yeah. I mean, I think oh, yeah, for sure to do that. So and I'll I hope the other people do that with sure, us. Yeah. No, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, gentlemen, my last piece of news is relatively quick. Um, and it is reporting. I got this information from Collider. Um, okay. so a little while ago, um, it was announced that. Um, Taika Watiti, um, who has been the kitty, um, kitty. The Thor, um, Thor, and then um, just he's rumored to be a, he's involved in a Star Wars project. He's also, he's also um, in a thruple. Yes, that, he's also that in Marvel a is root, root, with. Apparently, that he is also displeased uh, with. <laughs> he's also in a thruple. So there you go. Um, and he has some other things coming out. Um, but one of the things that he is working on is he's working on a TV show that is. Centered around being late. <laughs> Go ahead. With Takita Wakini being in a throuple with with 
with Rita Ora and yeah. who was the other? It was uh, it's Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson, which yeah. is like, first of all, in one hand, fire is hell. Yeah. Like, oh my yeah, god! Like, yeah, you, but you also pulled it off. Problematic because you're like directing a Marvel movie and with, with and, one of them. With one of them, and like, is you one of your main leads? And during the breaks, you are just throupling it up inside of you. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah it kind of blows my mind. I, mm. I'm not really sure how that. Not to mention, like, all the other stuff he's got working on. So, yeah. um, you, you're busy, man. Big like, that's right. <laughs> that might be what I call biting off more than you can chew. Um, because, yeah, so that's Sheesh. a lot. Sorry, you know, good for them. Yeah, as long as everybody's happy and respected yeah. and, and, and and given consensual respect. Yes, absolutely. Here's what I've... Mind your damn business, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Let them get their fucking throuple on. Here's what, I'm, here's what I'm going for. But Takita Watiti is working on an HBO Max pirate comedy that is Ooh. centered around um, uh, Blackbeard as a pirate. And the show is going to be called Our Flag Means Death. Um, and it's gonna, it's coming, it's got some new announcements to it. Um, that's interesting. And the okay. announcement today was that Rise Darby, um, who played, um, uh, Hodor from Game of Thrones, will be playing, um, is announced as playing the ca- character Wee John Feeney in this particular this. Um, but this, they're kind of like flushing this out. And the only reason why I mention this is because one, Takita Watiti has a ton of like really great, um, like his com his roots are in comedy. Yeah. Um, and his other stuff, um, is really great, and it always does seem like our flag means death. Um, will start to release after Thor: Love and Thunder. Oh, so nice. he's gonna go from like Thor: Love and Thunder to this, and then doing other projects. And I only announced it because one, it's original content from HBO Max, and most of the stuff that we talk about typically on this show is, you know comics and iterations and versions of that so having an original story to like get excited about is really yeah. really cool yeah um and then secondly um just again his roots are in comedy with some really cool names behind it this could be a really fun show and pirates kind of fell to the back burner there was a while there where like it was pirates and ninjas and it was just that's that's like what the, the right you know the lexicon was about yeah and now we're kind of you know so to see something like this um come back could be a lot of fun like a what we do in the shadows but it's but it's pirates, pirates. Which would be really really funny to try i'm not mad i'm not mad at that at all no. i like original content things that's that if you can make a content that stems away from sci-fi fantasy although pirates is kind of what maybe fantasy depending on how you do i, I mean it's a like pirate i guess but yeah, yeah. yeah but like original content hbo max has i don't think they've missed i now i have not watched all of their original content i'm not going to pretend yep. to um but you know they seem to have created a name for themselves of what kind of content they want to put on hbo max and so yeah for sure you know i'm for not sure, mad sure. that yeah, yeah absolutely and i'm just realizing so Watiti and Reese Darby, who's the lead for this, they worked on Flight of the Concords together. Yep. So I don't Ooh. know if that matters to anybody. So they have worked together before. So I'm wondering if they're trying to like uh-huh. take some of that flavor and then yeah. put it in pirates, which I think will totally they love that, work. They love so. that marinade. Yep. 
Yep. Yeah. Will, the, will the pirates cover thruppling? I mean, <laughs> I think based on, I mean, art home. imitates life and life imitates art. So, I mean, we can hope that there's a thruple. Maybe. There. Maybe they're right. pirates. They, they do anything they, they want. They write their own fucking rules, man. They, they want yeah. to quadruple it. They can quadruple it if they want to. Oh, that's so sexy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It really gets everybody excited. So, um, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I tried to maintain that for as long as I could. But I just that was the podcast tonight, Brian. Oh, it was great, honey. We talked about thruples. Good night. Thruples. Yep, yeah, good night. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Don't exactly you give right. me any ideas either. Yep, that's right. Yeah. Um, gentlemen, do you all have any other news no. that you all want to get into this day? No, I not at this time. All right, fantastic. I mean, but thruppling though, really? Oh, God, just, no, like, leave it. We no more thruppling. No, if are there any thrupples out there that want to come on the any, episode? Y'all want to talk about thruppling? Me. Welcome to <laughs> Thruples in Black and White. Everybody. There we go. There we go. I mean, coincidentally, this is a thruple. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's true. What it You're is. not wrong. True. We're it only is. interested in hearing from interracial thruples. That's how this podcast and, works. We don't kink shame. <laughs> we do not. In we do not. All end right, it. we'll end it. We're going to end it. Gentlemen, uh, interracial thruple. <laughs> What? <laughs> okay, we've gotten to the part of the podcast where we have things that we need to plug. I'm gonna give Brian a chance to recover because he's losing his shit. Um, <laughs> this so, is two weeks in a row. I, no, I'm, fine. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I okay. am, I'm here, and I'm ready to close. Here's this what out. I have. Here's what I have to plug this week. This Ooh. podcast. If you want to see Brian lose his shit, <laughs> sign up for the Patreon because it's Honestly. absolutely Ooh. worth it. It's um, amazing. It's just I love we love doing it week in week out. Uh, there's big summer movies next week. We're gonna have a guest um, as we cover F nine, oh, yeah. um, which will be really really fun. F um, F and yeah, just check it out um, and share us with your friends. And again, sign up for that Patreon. So that's what I have, uh, Marcus. What do you have to plug this week? Thruppling. Listen, we got to make this a regular thing, okay? Thruppling has to become an interracial thruppling has to be a thing. No, um, y'all already know what the deal is. You got to follow the mantra and ask me what the mantra is, and I'm going to tell you every time it's never offended, always humble. You know what I mean? Follow the mantra, underscore, underscore the mantra on Instagram. Um, also, Follow us on whatever else we do. But there's new music on the way. We just had a great team meeting the other day. New merch is on the way. Got some stuff um, that's going to be really, really dope. Trying out some new things. And we are just expanding. You know what I mean? Like, you, you follow us to stay connected. Um, hit me up if you want to talk more about the mantra and all that other stuff like that. But uh, above anything else, be respectful. And also, when people show you their truth, put me in the solo. Put me oh, in the solo. You got, okay, you got Listen, it. Message of the week. Hold on. Okay, that's the where you are. <laughs> message. On. What's what's happening? <laughs> Here's the message of Here it is. the week. Okay, the message of the week is when people show you their true colors, or people show you their ass, be thankful, not regretful, because okay. they okay. could have shown it to you later on down the road when you were a lot more invested, and it would have hurt a lot more. But when people show you who they truly are, don't give them excuses and don't blame yourself. Take it for what it is and learn from it. Super important. OK, there's enough yep. blaming. you. There's times where you need to self-evaluate, but there are also times when it's not your fault. When yep. people show their ass, you're be thankful that they showed you that they took the time to show you their ass. Absolutely. 
That's great advice. Out. That's great advice. I was, Marcus. I, I was digging the Maya Angelou vibes. I did. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Big compliment. Yeah. Big compliment. Absolutely. That's all I got. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, Brian, what do you got? Well, I'm now recovered from our thruple uh, discussion. Uh, so yeah, we're talking about the lovenerds.com. It was Father's Day and Maggie said, what do you want to do? And I said, nothing. And then she said, okay, but for real. And I said, I'd love just a ton of chicken wings. And you know what? She made a ton of chicken no. wings and she made them with a recipe you can find on the lovenerds.com. Uh, it was a honey sriracha uh, it, 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 dressing. It was amazing. I still have some. I've eaten them. Like I have enough for oh, three meals. She spoils me. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, check that out. There's also other sauces you can use, but I just really like the honey sriracha one. So there you go. TheLoveNerds.com. TheLoveNerds.com. Gentlemen, this has been a wonderful episode. But before we close it out, we have to give everybody our three keys to success. Brian, what is the first key? The first key is read a book. And today I'm just here to talk to you about, you know what? Just get an audiobook. Like just yeah. it, if you don't want to move your eyes because you're too tired, just just listen to it. That's yeah. fine. That's reading. Just just read a book however you intake it. There you go. Download an audiobook, read a book. There you go. Awesome. Thank you, Brian Marcus. What do you have, sir? Give us the second key. I want to put a pause on there for a second. Okay. Okay. I have I have something I would like to put on screen. Okay. Oh, um, okay. going to be snake eyes again. No, it's not. Snake eyes. No, it's <laughs> not, like... th not this time. It's not okay. going to be snake eyes. Give me one second. Brian is absolutely right. You do need to read a book. And the second I... one is you need to drink um, some water. Okay. You need to drink some water. But while you drink some water, there's something that you should you should have while you drink the water. And it's these fire ass wings. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I went to Brian's Facebook page and I had to go find these fucking wings. I, he was talking the whole time and he I saw these when he posted these fucking Christ. wings. Holy this hell. is called introducing a concept in your conclusion, Marcus. My mouth was watering. These wings was all yuck. Like for people listening, he has the picture I took of like the whole plate of wings. Yo. So, one, we got to have y'all up and we'll make these wings. It'll be oh delicious. My gosh, those wings bless my soul on Facebook. <laughs> anyway, um, water. You got to drink it. You know what I mean? You got to drink it. It's getting hot outside. The first day of summer happens, summer solstice, all that good stuff. Stay hydrated. You know what I mean? You don't want your sweat to smell like the shit that you've been eating, especially if you ain't eating the right stuff. <laughs> you're going to stink. So that's step yeah. number two. Drink some water. Awesome. Step number three is, look, thruples wash their ass because they have to. It's that right. people involved in the process now. Three times it's all. not just you and maybe your spouse or your significant other. It's your other significant others, plural. And if you're going to think you're going to get away with thruppling mm -hmm. without washing your ass, you are kidding yourself, mister. And so cool. you need to keep that shit. Go I can't. <laughs> <laughs> You can't, you gotta, it was the mister, the mister Ooh. did it. Um, You have got to get that under control. So just mm -hmm. get up in it with a washcloth and some soap and just make sure you wash your ass. Because at the end of the day, if you want to enter into the throupling world, Ooh. you gotta be prepared. And gotta that's be prepared. You gotta have fresh ass. ass. Yeah, that's absolutely fresh accurate. Ass. Read Ladies. a book, learn what throuples are. Yeah. Drink water for your partners. Okay, that's important. And wash your ass for your throuple. Yeah, I assume this is how you spell it, just in case anybody's curious. Um, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that has been this. You know, there's episode. a throupling section of TikTok. 
I don't need to know, and There's I'm trying to close this time. shit out. My like bad. that's my bad. <laughs> I am. A, I am clearly a distraction. I just can't stop thinking about <laughs> these goddamn ladies. <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, it has that has been this week's episode of Films in Black and White. We will be back next week with a guest and to cover nine. Um, nine. We will see y'all next week. <laughs> <laughs> I just listen. This